Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday. I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And this is your podcast for May 29th, 2022. Uh, the Ascension of the Lord. Uh, transferred. In, transferred? From Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, that's not in the title. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't say that anywhere here. Uh, uh, yes, uh, technically, Ascension of the Lord is on Thursday, May 26th, uh, but uh, we're going to celebrate it on Sunday because uh, uh, no one would come. We on reached it. out and you all said, no, you're not coming on Thursday. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, we wouldn't expect you to, to, to come on Thursday. So, so uh, yeah, Ascension of the Lord, which is um, getting to be uh, the. This is like the second to last day or uh, uh, Sunday for uh, Easter. Right. The Easter season. Uh, the day of Pentecost is the next one after that. And uh, I forget, is that one of those where it like technically uh, kind of straddles the line between both? I guess no. This is a day. The, the day of Pentecost is the end. And then because the yeah. next season is the season after Pentecost. Right. Um, uh, my Jeez. favorite, favoritely named season of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, again, it's 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 just lazy. <laughs> I don't know. The season after something important, uh, but there's a lot of good stuff in the season after Pentecost. We need to come up with a better name. Uh, it's just uh, my my personal opinion. How about the season after Whitson Day? Okay, uh, what that's, is that? That's, that's the old English name for Pentecost. Oh, Wits Wits and Day. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's the, the feast day of all parents of teenagers. <laughs> I have reached wit's end. Yes. <laughs> um, get me a card. It's wit's end day. Uh, Bruce, I didn't I didn't I didn't get a chance to ask you. How you feeling? Uh, you were sick, buddy. I was sick. Uh, um, I was sick as a COVID dog. Yeah. Uh, your 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 voice is semi back, mostly back. Mostly back, but yeah, it, it'll sound weak at times during this recording, but. Yeah. Oh, well. That's all right. Your wit is as sharp as ever. <laughs> uh, uh, we are coming to you not live on behalf of Holy Family Episcopal Church in Fishers, Indiana. Uh, and uh, we've got a lot of things going on going on right now. We just, uh, this past week, uh, uh, celebrated the, uh, it was graduation Sunday. Yeah. Uh, a, bunch, a bunch of our youths uh, are <laughs> now like full-blown adults, and it's weird. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, 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 graduating high school, some graduating college. I mean, just, uh, man. All right. So we're in, we're, time we're, is passing. We're, we're basically in summer. We're, you know, we're, we're almost in summer mode. Uh, uh school starting to let out for, uh, across, uh, the, 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 the reach of the parish. And, uh, we're, yeah, but really until Indy 500, summer hasn't started for me. <laughs> I mean, yes, and I'm yes. not a big fan of the Indy 500. It's just that's the marker for me. That, that's the that's the summer mark. start Memorial Day. Well, that's that's this that's this coming Sunday, isn't it? Or no, yeah, it's this coming Sunday. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, um, I mean, it shall not overshadow the uh, Ascension Day. Transferred. Transferred. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of things going on. Uh, want to point people towards, uh, uh, holyfamilyfishers.org for, uh, the details as to, to what all is going on. But, uh, I'm going to move right into our, uh, this day in church history. Cause there is 
a ton. Uh, there's a lot of things I want to talk here. I heard about a certain here. amount snickering even. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> when you hear these, you're going to wonder why I was snickering. So I'm glad you brought that up and, and put it on the recording. Uh, I, I think just to, to preemptively protect myself, uh, it was there. There are a lot of stories in here that are just the 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 level of how far things go and some of these stories is unbelievable so it's it like i my snickering was in astonishment okay um uh because it was it was hard, just kind of hard to believe <laughs> so without any further ado our uh, uh this day in church history uh we're going to start in 1415 the Council of Constance deposes scandalous Pope John the Twenty Third, later numbered Boy. among the antipopes. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, when he receives notice of his deposition, he removes the papal cross from his room and says he regrets having been elected pope. He will be imprisoned for three years. So uh, we deposed a pope uh, this day in church history. Uh, Fifteen thirty-eight. Holy Roman Emperor Charles V procures a brief from Pope Paul III, setting aside a sentence against his favorite preacher, the Benedictine monk Alonso de Verues, uh, who had been accused of Lutheranism, God bless Ooh. his soul, um, be, uh, because of his correspondence with Erasmus and isolated passages from his sermons. Ooh, Lutheranism. <laughs> um Really, they were taken out of context. I, I think this is the one that I snickered at. Um, 1546, 16 assassins 16. enter Cardinal uh, Cardinal uh, Baton's castle early in the morning, along with stonemasons renovating the palace. They wait until Marianne uh, Ogilvy, uh, uh, Baton's mistress, departs before breaking into the archbishop's rooms stabbing him to death in retaliation for his recent execution of the reformer George Wishart. Golly. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Hence the snicker. They it were, was like, they were gentlemen. They let the mistress depart <clears throat> before plunging their daggers. Go, go Marianne. Go, go, go. You want, some, you need not be a part of this. Um, no, no, no need to bring him any tea. So, I mean, like, just so much going on in that story. There are 16 assassins with stonemasons who are renovating the palace. Cardinal Baton has a has a mistress. mistress. They let her, they wait till she leaves. Uh, uh, the way this is written kind of seems to imply she knew nothing of it. Like, yeah. they're like, shh, no, wait, wait. Yeah. We, we can't have that be something she witnesses or yeah. sees. Uh, and then uh, stabbing him stab, to death. Stab. <laughs> For having killed someone else. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, anyways, like I said, a lot going on there. Um, 1593, John Penry who is called uh, for reform who has called for reform in the church of england is hanged as a traitor based on a satire that he did not write oh gosh and some notes criticizing queen elizabeth the 1st yeah you don't don't mess with her you cannot mess with her uh, uh, 1734 john Bar uh, barnard preaches the throne established by righteousness before the king's council and representatives in Massachusetts 
arguing that governments must have the consent of the governed and that government officials should respect church leaders who, in turn, should support the government in maintaining order. Uh, and then in 1779, Samuel Stillman preaches a sermon titled The Duty of Magistrates before the General Court of Massachusetts, uh, calling for a Bill of Rights for Massachusetts, separation of church and state, and the abolition of slavery. He declares that governments have no right to impose religious practices upon anyone. 1779. Um, Obviously, both these are in the context of the fermenting of the American Revolution against England. Yes, yes. Um... 1811, uh, we see the consecration in Trinity Church, New York, of Bishop Alexander Vietz Griswold of Massachusetts, an evangelical, and Bishop John Henry Hobart of New York, a high churchman. The pair uh, will do much to revitalize the Protestant Episcopal Church in Yay. the United States. Uh, yes, they're still on, they're on our saints' calendar. And, good, and, and with good and reason. Good for them, yeah. Uh, we zoom forward to 1934. The Barman Synod opens uh, an assembly of German, which is an assembly of German pastors who oppose Nazi racism and adhere to the historic Reformed confessions and therefore are known as the Confessing Church. Mm -hmm. uh, and last but not least, uh, 1988. Following a beating by police in a Peruvian jail, Arturo Marin gives his heart to Christ. Later, he's rearrested on mistaken identity. No. He serves his sentence in two of Peru's worst prisons where he will lead many men to Christ. After his release, he will become a pastor with Heart Cry Mission. Okay. So. Um, Must admit, I had not heard of him before, so... There you are. There you go. So, like I said, a lot has happened on this day in church yeah. history. Uh, I'm just uh, not going to bother doing anything since there's not room for it. <laughs> there's no room. There's <laughs> we 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 have we have no room for further entry. I'll wait till tomorrow. Um, there were we we do see a, a couple of um, uh, uh, marking a couple of deaths marking the death of uh, of uh, hymn writers and some some. Uh, individuals who pen uh, various things for for the church. Uh, yeah, but dying in and of itself is not an achievement. <laughs> no, we all we all do. we all achieve it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so yeah, show me something more impressive, right? Like being stabbed. <laughs> yeah, while well, your mistress sneaks the out. way you die uh, can be interesting, <laughs> apparently. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, like I said. Uh, yeah, it's full. History's full. full. Uh, this day is full up. You, you must move along. Um, so, uh, with that, let's move along. Move along. Let's move along to our first reading today, uh, which we see is basically is the beginning of Acts. Yes. Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 1 uh, to verse 11. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. 
For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Um, so like I said, this is the beginning of the book of Acts, right from the get-go. Uh, the book of Acts written by uh, uh, the author of Luke, uh, right? This right. Is, this is, uh, this volume is two. Volume two. But there's this reference in verse one that I want to spend some time on. In the first book, Theophilus. Yeah. Theophilus is the title of the book. Is it? Or is it a person? In the first Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> it's not the title of the book. It's not the book of Theophilus. It is actually addressed to a person. Named... So this the, the the letter of Acts is written to an individual. Well, it <clears throat> yes. Okay. And technically it's it's not a letter, it's a book. But in this time period, it was very, very common to begin books this way. Okay. Where pr usually it was the person who was the patron of the work. Oh, okay. And so Thelophis would be the one who would pay for duplication of the first set or the, the first, um, you know, printing's not the right word because it had to be done by hand. But right. anyway, Thelophis. Theophilus. <laughs> Thank you. Would pay the expenses for Luke to write the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. Okay, okay. Um, so this is this is a uh, this is basically our recap. Like if this were a uh, Saturday afternoon yeah. serialized uh, show, this would be like previously on Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, and to to. Spoil the ending. We'll have the end of the Gospel of Luke for the Gospel reading in a few moments. Ah, so we can we'll be able to do a little bit of share and compare. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, what I'm one of the things that I'm struck by here in just these opening verses uh, is after all of the events in the Gospel, and. Uh, we're basically we do our recap here, uh, kind of more of a a little bit of a recap, a little bit more of a, 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 a theological recap as well. Uh, um, uh, so it doesn't go through uh, the the specifics of the Gospel of uh, of Luke and does kind of do kind of a summary of the the mindset uh, and and the uh, the point of the the book, but. He is with his disciples, um, and in verse 6, after everything that has happened, and all of the forewarnings of like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing something different here, mm, Yeah, 
and the very different things that take place, the first thing that they seem to, at least that's documented, is like, okay, okay, so now's when you're going to take the throne. Right. <laughs> they are still not letting go. Lord, is this is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? <laughs> I mean, no wonder Jesus is like, you know what, dudes, I'm out. <laughs> I'm all done. It almost seems like like Luke is like, and we drove him away. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is what did him in. It was 40 days. It's a beautiful uh, 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 historic kind of like a uh, uh, social um, uh, socially significant amount of time. 40, yeah. 40 days. Theologically 40, significant. Yeah. 40 is 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 like one of the per- perfect one number. The, one of the holy, holy numbers. Holy numbers. 40 um, days and 40 nights and 40 years. But I like yeah. I like to imagine the author Luke is like uh, uh, Jesus was like, you know what? Now's good enough. Now's just as good as any other time. I can't stand it, these questions anymore. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Um and uh, uh, because, quite frankly, I mean, it's it is a uh, one can imagine this uh, uh, event here that's described as awe inspiring. But the way it's written is not really that awe. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and he said this as they were watching, he was lifted up and yeah. the cloud took him out of their sight. The end. Like, yeah. it's not, you know. There's not fanfare here, so that's why I kind of am leaning towards like Jesus is like, nope, out. <laughs> I'm catching the next cloud. Right. Uh, and I think it's really funny that um, God leaves behind two people to kind of still yeah. explain to them what happened. Uh, uh-huh. You guys can move now. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, Close your mouths, <laughs> right? Uh, but but it it does say here, uh, uh, he, this Jesus will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Uh, so this is this is painting uh, the the modern um, uh, imagery of the 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 second coming. Yeah. Um, uh, but we've on this podcast we have before done uh, the the very scandalous work of theorizing that perhaps the second coming was his uh, his resurrection from the dead. Right. Um, so are, is there like another uh, an alternate uh, uh, way to read this if uh, with, with such an idea in mind that if the second coming has already come, is there a third coming that we're that we might be the, then expecting or um, anything fun like that? <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, I'm just double checking. Speculation. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna circle that that word again uh, just for for well, our, our listeners. Yeah, speculation. That's a lot easier to have fun with. The This experience of the speculation part, this experience that the apostles have of Jesus is open to anyone to this day. Mm-hmm. That's what this could refer to. Okay. That any Christian at any time could suddenly see Jesus in front of them or mm. an image of Jesus coming from heaven or the heavens. Um, that... 
that God is not going, <coughs> going to be trapped into some formula mm -hmm. that Luke writes down. Instead, hey, this is possible. Mm -hmm. And so mind your step because at any moment, Jesus could suddenly show up and say, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, it's it's a little bit of the carrot and the stick for, yeah. for the disciples. Like, hey, he he gave you instructions. You got to go do it. Uh, and just in case you're thinking he's gone forever, right? He's always watching. Show, <laughs> show your work, right? He he may be back. He'll be part of the grading process. Um. So, uh, like I said, it, which is. This is this is a this is a fantastic way to start a book. This is yeah. this is uh, um, some shock and awe stuff going on here. Yeah, big special effects. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, it, it is it is uh, it is good to see that the disciples uh, the, the the rest of the book of Acts uh, does show the disciples actually getting to work. Yes, um, uh, and. Uh, I don't think, and from from here on out, and you can surely correct me. Um, there doesn't seem to be a revisitation to the reestablishing the kingdom, uh, the physical kingdom, uh, uh, um, the way that it had been uh, approached in the Gospels and the beginning yeah, this, part of this, this book. This is kind of the settling of that question, right? Right. Uh, because yeah, though, which might have been the author's intention. I think so. But and it it's very understandable because looking back through history, who was it? Um, was it Charlemagne who had crosses painted on his army shield? Um, I believe so. That um, anyway, military forces have kept trying to claim that they are doing God's political work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is one of those ways of saying no. God right. is not about establishing <clears throat> holy kingdoms. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, certainly Luke is trying to, to close that question, even though humans keep reopening it. So, yeah. Yeah. God's on our side and yeah, we're trying to establish the most holy country ever. And right. Ignoring this. God doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speech. <laughs> God, right. God, God, that's not what, that's not God's business. That's right. not what he's, uh, that's not what God's about. Um, and it does, we, we also do see here a, an allusion to next week. Yeah. Uh, which is um, uh, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is what we, we celebrate of, next week. Yeah. The beginning of chapter two. Is when the the Christian feast of Pentecost first is experienced. Yeah, because Pentecost is a Jewish feast title. So in the um, in the book, this is kind of like the one-two punch. This mm -hmm. is uh, okay. You're I'm not abandoning you, but you got to stop leaning on me to do all this. You know, to 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 do the work. It is now time for you to take up the mantle, and then. Next week is like, and here's the event that will fuel you for the rest of your life, essentially, because it, 
we'll get we'll talk about it next week but experiencing if one were to experience the events at pentecost i i don't know as if there's there's no going back from (laughs) from that so um so this is this is taking away the safety net and then empowering them uh um, to do the work which is yeah and one of the things to is always keep in mind that question from chapter one of are we establishing a worldly kingdom here no because they have, in a sense, received their superpower commission mm-hmm. on Pentecost. I know I'm getting ahead of myself a bit here, but um, that's why it's so important to start chapter one with the, this isn't about establishing a kingdom, a political kingdom of God. This is about establishing mm-hmm. the spiritual kingdom of God. Um, I did want to ask about the two men uh, in white robes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Luke's account where there are the two men in white robes at the tomb? I don't know. So I am looking. But it's a it's a common theme in resurrection stories, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm trying to remember the the tomb scene, the the different variations between the gospels. Uh, a lot of times we focused on who yeah, they, the author was saying went. And I don't know if we spent too much time on uh, the different variations of like who's there to tell them. Yeah, Luke, Jesus... Luke has two men in okay. dazzling white. Okay, so um, from from a from a writing standpoint, um, this seems to be uh, uh, potentially the tie-in uh, by the author. Oh yeah, the, the the this is these these two these two men in white robes are the bookends of the events of the forty days. Yes. So, and they're angels. No, that's not what this says. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, traditionally they are identified as angels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Traditionally, so, I mean, so it's not just two guys walking home from the cleaners, you know. So they're really white. Well, it's possible. I mean, I want to draw our attention then to the uh, the story before. Um, Jesus arrests and, and oh, the guy runs off naked. No, 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 no. They're they're on the mount. Oh, the transfiguration. Transfiguration. How many men were there? Three. With one of them being Jesus. Yeah. Oh, so you're you're going to postulate, which I think would be fascinating, that we're talking Moses and Elijah. Yes. Wouldn't that be interesting? I think Luke would have met, mentioned it, but yeah, why not? It's possible. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Um, and of course, then, you know, for now, 2,000 years, there's been Moses saying, they didn't even recognize me. Right. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I could have answered so many questions for them. That really Instead, dumb one wanted to build me a hut. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see him again a few weeks later. Right? <laughs> Look, man, if this is... A sign of things to come for your church. You got. You're gonna have to learn newcomers' names. <laughs> you got to do better at this. You got to start a, like a welcoming committee or something. <laughs> I, I think we have the foundation for one of the most blasphemous newcomer programs ever. 
My name is Moses. This is Elijah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I will <laughs> hopefully not forget your name. <laughs> and you better not forget mine. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, uh, just a thought that had occurred uh, to, to me yeah. that uh, the only other mention in the gospel writings of men in dazzling white clothes is the transfiguration. Yeah, so it could, yeah, it could be or, transfiguration, resurrection, ascension. Yeah. Yeah. I grant that to you. The, the rule of three. It would be cool. It would be cool. Um, and as we all know, if it's cool, it's got to be right. <laughs> it's got to be right. Uh, so you heard it here. First, uh, uh, until of course, so like Moses was wearing. I'm going to get visited by by Elijah later on tonight. Elijah I think. had on the. He's going to be like five hundred ones. He's going to be like, don't don't let me in with those two, with those two angels. <laughs> <laughs> Moses and I don't hang in that crowd. We we got a different group. We got a different thing going on. Um, uh, but yeah, that, anyway, that, that, that would be, that would be a, a fun, uh, a fun interpretation. And that's, a, that, again, that's one of the pure joys on my part of, mm-hmm. of doing this podcast is it gives me, grants me space to, to wonder, yeah. uh, the, the, do the, what if, uh, uh, TV series of, uh, <laughs> of, of the Bible here. Um, so that would, that's, that's, that would be pretty cool. Anything else about this, uh, this reading here in Acts? I think we got more of it than I ever thought we would. <laughs> so uh, following that rule of three, uh, we move to our uh, psalm of the day. And it, it, today is Psalm 93. Uh, the Lord is king. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He is girded with strength. He has established the world. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. More majestic than the thunders of mighty waters, more majestic than the waves of the, of the sea, majestic on high is the Lord. Your decrees are very sure. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. Um, short and sweet. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um which is why I'm guessing you picked it. No, uh <laughs> uh it's one of the lectionary choices. What's uh what what do we have do we have any context for this? Um for this one. It's um part of a set of I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six. it's part of a set of seven psalms that all have the phrase the Lord is king. Okay, that starts that way, um, or or uh, just has that in there. Just has that in there. <clears throat> okay. So there's um, speculation. We um, again, as I've said before, with Psalms, we don't have service leaflets to know how they might have been used liturgically. But it looks like that this is part of a set that would be you know, the opening hymn for worship that was going to focus on. The grandeur of God as creator. Okay. Um, you know, I've seen this word used a lot, uh, and I'm not entirely sure of its full meaning. What does it mean to be girded? <laughs> <laughs> it literally means to have your, your pants tighten up that they don't fall down. Okay. Okay. 
so so that, or, or or your um so so the girdle tunic. i'm getting fitted for uh is is you'll uh, be girded yeah i will i will then be girded got it got it yeah you're you're ready for action okay okay um ready for action <laughs> i'm sure that's i'm sure that's every person's thought as they cinch up their pants <laughs> ready Ready, ready to move. Picture, picture a four-year-old <laughs> pulling up his or her pants. Uh, usually, I'm the four-year-old right. moves a lot faster without the pants, anyway. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> um, uh, okay, okay. But it, yeah, it's it, it, in the way that people dressed um, at the time these psalms were cre- were written. It would have been not pulling up their pants and tightening their belt, but it's the equivalent today. Instead, it would have been <clears throat> tightening the belt around their waist, which holds their robe in place. Got it. Okay. Okay. And sometimes even... Which is why the, pre- the, the, the phrase prior to that is, the Lord is robed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, interesting. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, the, the Lord is king. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He's girded with strength. Mm-hmm. So that's... As we've talked about so many times, that's Hebrew style of poetry, mm-hmm. repetition of, of concept. And so majesty and strength are therefore equivalent for this psalm. Gotcha. Um, we see that again in verse three, the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the poetry. The floods have lifted up. The, the floods have lifted up their voice. Uh, the floods lift up their roaring. Um, the I mean. You had mentioned uh, kind of the, the the majesty of God, and so therefore, like uh, giving this you know epic kind of uh, the the floods of the earth, yeah. kind of like all of nature, kind of a feel. But it's interesting that it's floods and and not like the sea or the the seas or the the oceans or you know something like that. Floods are not necessarily good. Th- things in most in most instances and they're uh not hopefully not overly common so any idea why they're they're used here oh lots of reasons and to complete the thought um following what you read it says more majestic than the thunders of mighty waters more majestic than the waves of the sea so Mm -hmm. there you do get the sea Mm -hmm. majestic on high is the lord this is a desert people and so they won't see very often running rivers that are wet 365 days out of the year. Instead, their experience of a river will probably be in the form of a flash flood. Got it. Got you know, it. A thunderstorm up in the mountains or upstream up the canyon and whoosh. Um, right. Yeah. It brings all the fertility to the land. Yeah. Um, uh, brings topsoil. and yep. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I wasn't and sure. If, and if you're not careful, it can kill you. There's there's another point. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if the floods were you know representative of the people or no something it's, like it's that. It's more representative of the power that is beyond us. Gotcha. Which is God. Yeah. Um, so anything that's that is has power beyond us. Uh, equating it to their to its creator mm-hmm. uh, uh makes a lot of sense um because those those would be seen as as 
equally out of reach uh, of of uh, of control for right. for for people. So, um, your decrees are very sure. Holy holiness befits your house. Um, uh, seems it's kind of an interesting way to to, to end it. Um, um, it well, it's. We are used to thinking of of the one true God or of gods in general as having control over nature. Mm-hmm. At the time this was written, that was not the common theology. That instead nature was chaotic and uncontrollable. So to give God, the one true God, um, you know, your decrees are sure holiness benefits your house, O Lord, forevermore. That's a reference back to those flash floods that God does get to say what they're about, what they're, mm. when are they going to start, when are they going to end, um, and therefore has a power that at that time was unknown even to be held by any singular God. Got it. So it raises up the status of God compared to the false um, theologies of the other religions at the time. Hmm. Anything else about these short five verses? It It's important to just note that even though it doesn't sound that way, this is a creation song. Oh, okay. And so we're, we are supposed to have... The creation stories from Genesis in mind. Got it. The formations of the the, the waters over the earth and got it. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's let's see how Luke ends. (laughs) Luke chapter 24, verse 44 through 53. Then he said to them, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witness of these things. And see, I am sending upon you what my father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was still blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple blessing God. Uh, so an overlap. Uh, right. It's it's not so much a uh, the the book picks up and uh, uh, the 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 book of Acts picks up where the book of Luke left off. There's this overlap story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 um, the disciples uh, look less dumb in this, <laughs> um, which is good. I'm trying to remember, is Luke one of the ones where uh, we feel like there's multiple endings to it? Like a, a, a no, section of it really. seemed to have been tacked on later? Mark Mark and John have that. Mark and John only? Okay. Um, uh, wasn't sure. Just wanted, yeah. to, wanted yeah. to double check. That's a good question. Um, so yeah, uh, there's 
there's this reference to the scriptures and i'm not so i'm not sure the this appears verbatim in any of our known texts where he says thus it is written that the messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day is all of that it, like from a, a specific uh writing that we're aware of yeah okay um in in the book of joel and in psalms it's it you have to pull verses from various places okay but yeah it one of the things with particularly the passion stories as in jesus's suffering and death um it's almost, it's a chicken and egg dynamic of they often refer to the psalms and so we aren't sure if jesus was fulfilling those passages in psalms or were the witnesses interpreting what they were seeing using those psalms and therefore that affected the vocabulary they used to describe Jesus's suffering and death. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, and we 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 see again a, a hint as to to next week. Yeah. Or at least at least that's how modern readers will interpret it. Yeah. Um uh, I'm assuming that that it uh since Luke is the author of both books, that uh, the 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 chances that this hint towards uh, uh, towards next Sunday is uh, pretty strongly likely. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that uh, when uh, they stay there into the city and until they've been clothed with power from on high, we are uh, we are talking about um, Pentecost. Yeah, gift of the Holy Spirit. Um, and uh um so now now we have a location uh for the events in our uh in, in both readings here uh so luke says that they're in bethany uh whereas the book of acts doesn't say necessarily where they start from uh where, where they are uh when when jesus is, is uh carried up but again Kind of a little lacking a little fanfare for, uh, I mean, this is like the equivalent of like, uh, the back to the future fading away. Just like, uh, just no, oh, off into the distance, he's gone. Like it just, there's, there's You're kind of demanding today. <laughs> you want, you well, want bells and whistles. Look, I, yes. I mean, quite frankly, yes. For for my Messiah Ascension story, I expect like a you know Gabriel to come down and you know the, like a, a a chorus of angels to interlock hands and like provide stepping stones for Jesus to ascend into heaven and that the clouds part and you can see the pearly gates and uh, God, the father uh, with a smile on his face, welcoming his son home. Yes. I, I, that's what I want for my Ascension story. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. That It's hard to make a movie out of this. <laughs> well, and certainly probably from the moment it happened, People have felt the same way. Yeah. I'm just thinking of uh, Baroque <clears throat> paintings and frescoes. Sure. Which basically kind of have what you described. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, you know, lots of cherubs and angels and stuff. Yep. Um, but, I mean, again. A giant <laughs> horn sounds throughout the land. <laughs> the orcs are driven back. Right. Right. 
the vineyard the, the, the vineyard workers a uh, hundred miles away gaze up into the sky from the sound. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, well, I want and, fanfare. Okay, but yeah. that makes me pretty much on level with the disciples who want the kingdom established, yeah. and that's that's not God's plan. So, I mean, I understand my place and why I'm there. But yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's yeah, because you know they. I don't. I think God wanted to make sure the apostles were not even tempted to walk down the hill, grab the first Roman soldier they found, and say, "Did you see that? Does that change your mind about things?" Right. You saw what happened. Give me your sword. Right. It's over. It's over. <laughs> we're we're the top dogs. Now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your milk money. <laughs> Helmet too. Oh, and those sandals. Yeah. Gotta have the sandals. Yeah, so it's, it. I mean, because that's one of the, like with the resurrection stories, it's, did anyone notice this? And right. in the ascension stories, it's easier to see why no one did. Right. Because it was so subtle. Yeah, and I, I also imagine that there's, um, these books were written years later. Yeah. Um, so a new generation would have been coming up and been like, I mean... If this Jesus was real, mom and dad, who you're, you're, you're telling me, because I'm now a teenager and questioning everything you're teaching me, um, you know, how come nobody saw it? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, thank God the, you know, the author here of Luke and Acts tells us, like, it was done with no fan, fanfare. Yeah. There was no. Uh, yeah. I mean, remember, Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey, not a right. white charger. Right. That humility again and again and again. Right. So, so yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess a level of, this does a level of explanation as to why there's not a, you know, uh, undeniable historic account of, of, uh, of the yeah. majesty of Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. Cause we writing and publishing in the, in the form it was, was widespread enough that the technology was there to make it a widespread story simply based on special effects. Mm -hmm. And God chose not to take that path. I mean, it, it was an option. It certainly wasn't, um, you know, internet age, but mm -hmm. there was <clears throat> mass distribution of um, long written format. I mean, as the gospels are included in that. So yeah, there could have been special effects that could, could have easily been written down and shared throughout the Roman empire. Anyone who could read Latin could have read them and God chose not to do that technique. Right. And, and uh, thousands of years uh, have been spent uh, questioning God's own tactics yeah. of like, yeah, I think you missed an opportunity here, mm -hmm. you know, my creator. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes, makes me wonder if, if there was a, uh, um, I don't know who, I don't, I don't know who, uh, God would confide in, uh, as, uh, you know, just for yeah. storytelling purposes. But, uh, I, I like to imagine that there's like a, Hey, uh, like, like a, a, a servant, uh, in heaven to God. Mm -hmm. And like, um, yeah, about that though. Like, why not? Why not do this? Uh, uh, you know, 
with a little bit more punch and pizzazz, some undeniability. You're you're clearly, you know, you've you've got this this power to do so. Why not? Uh, and uh, um, perhaps God is going. Look, there's going to be a very cynical uh, uh, series of generations about two thousand years from now. <laughs> That want undeniable proof for everything. And if I give that to them, then what, you know, what credit will it be their faith in me? Yeah. Um, well, and how easy it is, how increasingly easy and easy and easier it is to distort. Hmm. So if um, you know, that someone could take whatever the evidence was, mess around with it. <laughs> exploit it and hurt people deeply yeah and i think that's one of the and obviously that happens in the church anyway but mm -hmm. how much worse it could be if the power of proof was given to humanity yeah well and one could argue that uh god already tried that tactic i mean yeah they're like look you know, look right hand guy assistant uh here in, with me in heaven we played that game before. Mm -hmm. I I did pillars of fire, uh, burning <laughs> bushes, burning bushes, <laughs> uh, parted seas. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 did lots of this. We did. I I, I had a you know a, a dude swallowed by a whale once. Like we we tried this, and mm -hmm. uh, you know I just didn't like it. I didn't. You know I just wanted to do something different here with uh, with my son. Well, I I wanted I, I wanted something different for him. So. <laughs> Just, just to blow your mind or not, you're talking <laughs> Book of Job stuff here. Yeah. Of the um, tempter slash adversary mm -hmm. in heaven in conversation with God. Right. So, yeah, it, it, you're talking Satan. <laughs> that's, that's who would have been saying, where's the... Right. Yeah. Where, where's the hard drive with this stuff on it? I right. Mean, Right. Why not throw yourself off the highest temple? Yeah. The, yeah. the, the peak of the temple. Um, um, it, which is a completely valid, uh, a valid thing to discuss. It's, it's fine. It's a, it's yeah. a very it's a good question. It's a strong. Yeah, it is. And a, 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 a temptation for God. I don't know if that kind of thing exists, but for, for us, it's that struggle of, yeah. uh, would we have done something different? Sure. But we're 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 not in charge. Yeah. And for for most, if not all of us, there's a good reason why that, <laughs> yeah. why that is. Well, and yes, and part of that is in the trials of Jesus depicted in different ways in the different different gospels, the four of them. Jesus never tries to justify himself. Mm -hmm. And that's. I think the most superhuman thing he ever does in the Gospels, I mean, mm. more than raising Lazarus or multiplying loaves and fishes, it's being willing to stand there and have people say lies and just say, yeah, that's what you say. Doesn't mean it's true. Right. Um, that, you know, that, and so. The literal patient of a saint. Yeah. <laughs> and so if we were. I think that just shows that humans really don't understand how to be at our best too often. Yeah, we're we're, we're clearly wired different. Yeah, <laughs> we we want to justify ourselves and make ourselves right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Prove mm -hmm. ourselves right.
right? And us saying that makes us right. Yes, we are very <laughs> blessed and holy for being able to say so. Thank God for my gift of humility. Right, right, right. The most humble man you've ever met. Um, uh, anything else about uh, uh, this uh, th- this passage here? Um, I guess that's enough for today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that, we'll call to an end this, your podcast for May 29th, The Ascension of the Lord Transferred. Very good. (laughs) And uh, uh, we've got a lot of stuff uh, still going on uh, with church. Uh, We've got uh, a couple of things to uh, to promote, one of which I know is the the, um, youth group mission trip is uh, open for people to sign up for uh that'll be the end of june the last week of june uh into the first couple of days of july saturday or sunday to saturday uh of 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 june so uh look for the sign up on uh the website for that uh we continue to have uh, our our normal uh um, Sunday morning worship activities, the eight and ten adult forum and and children's ministry uh, groups are meeting in between. This coming Sunday is the last one for the formation activities. Oh, okay, okay. Um, do we have anything else that we want to uh, promote? Um, Wednesday of this week, so depending on when you listen to it, it may have already happened. Is the um, social conscience. Mm. films yeah and so we ask people to read read to watch the movie loving which is right. on netflix ahead of time and then go to the website get the zoom link and we'll be discussing it for about an hour on wednesday evening very good and then uh i suppose it's not too early uh to promote uh uh at least some of the logistics of what we'll be doing uh the the pentecost sunday Oh yeah, uh, uh, not at all too early. We're 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 atta- God willing and weather permitting. Uh, we'll we'll be outdoors with baptisms and um, shared food afterwards. Mm-hmm. Barbecue type setup, uh, lawn games, lots of fun. Very good, very good. Uh, there's more. There's so much. More. There's there's always more. Uh, yeah. So visit our website. Uh, at, for, for more information, uh, join us in worship, uh, eight and 10, uh, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock will be broadcast online at HFEC videos on YouTube. Uh, links to all that are all over the place. Um, but until next week, I'm Ben and I'm Bruce and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.